You can find our podcast by searching Big Brother Sports Talk on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Welcome back, welcome back. I am your host here at Sports Talk. I got my man next to me, 100 grand, pots and pans. You know the slogan. As long as sports are being played, I'll be here willing and dealing. What's up, what's up, guys? On today's episode, we'll be discussing Tiger Woods, some NBA, MLB playoffs. We got a couple new segments, and we're going to be breaking down week three for you guys. All right, man, kick it off. Talk to me. What you, All right, what so you the got? first thing we're going to start with today is one of our new segments. It's something we're going to do every episode. It's going to be the sports fact of the day. Today, I got three of them, so throughout the episode, I'll, I'll, I'm going to break down three of them. I'll, three of them things. First one, the year was 1997, September 26th, and Seattle Mariners Hall of Famer Ken Griffey Jr. hits his 56th home run of his 1997 AL MVP season campaign. Whew. Now, um, let's jump into this first thing really quick. We'll go um, over this past week. We saw one of the greatest golfers ever, Tiger Woods, get his 80th PGA Tour victory. It's been five years between 79 and 80. Welcome back. You know, I like that. Shout out to Mace. Welcome back, Tiger. We missed you. Is he back? I, I think this is the, the second coming. I think this is the second coming of Tiger. I'm going to say the first was when he was on his tear, you know, in his prime. I think he's going to be back. I think he's going to be competitive. He's looking to get back in the mix. He was, as I recall, in last year, 2017, towards the end of the year, he was, like, kind of always in the mix but just falling a little short. Here we see him capitalizing. So I don't think this is, like, a fluke win. I don't think this is going to be... He wins this, and then you don't hear from him again for another five years. I think he's back. I hope so. If anybody caught any of the, um, I don't even know what you'd call it, the golf game, yeah. the round on the course, <laughs> the match. I will say the match. Yeah, um, if you saw the crowd that Tiger Woods brought, let's be honest, Derek. No one cares about golf. They care about Tiger Woods. They care about legends. They everybody care about Tiger wants, Woods. Listen, everybody wants to see Spider-Man swing once in the rain. <laughs> that's what that's what we're looking at when we see Tiger. Okay. Even if you don't know if he's gonna win, you want to be there in case he does, so that way you can yeah. say, "I watched one of the greatest wa- of yep. all time yeah. win." Very true. Five years between seventy nine and eighty. That's yes. crazy. That's crazy. But Tiger Woods was banged up. Um, got injured. His back was injured. Is this Tiger Woods saying, "Hey, I'm healthy, and when I'm healthy, I'm the greatest"? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he's. If you would still consider him the greatest as of today. It's only one win, right? One it, win. It's only one win. He's got a little ways to go to like consider himself the top golf player currently, but, but I round, think he's on track. Yeah, round of applause, Tiger Woods, for getting that 80th win. Golf clap. And, and what I'm going to say is, yeah, golf clap. You can't hear it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's very safe to say that the golfers need Tiger Woods, and golf needs Tiger Woods more than Tiger Woods needs golf, in a sense. That's true. Um, so, true. but on to the next topic, how, how long are we really going to talk about golf, Derek? Not that long, you <laughs> I'm not a golf guy myself. Me neither. Me neither. It's kind of light on the tour, yeah. if you know what I mean. A little bit. Um, next, we're going to talk about Carmelo Anthony kind of flirted with the idea coming off the bench, Derek. Yo, I'm going to say this, and this might be a little harsh to some ears. Melo is full of himself. 
He should have came off the bench last year. Let's yeah. be honest. The mellow of old is no longer around. That's you're, it. You're a bench guy. That That's it. And I hate to say it because Melo has had such a superb career. Offensively will, one of the greatest. He will be in the Hall of Fame yeah. without a doubt when it's all said and done. But, like, you're not that guy right now, Melo. So, like, you need to humble yourself a bit and relax. He's not as big of a diva as, as Jimmy Butler is, which I'm still infuriated about. But... Mello, you're you're not that guy anymore. Yeah. I'm sorry. And I let I kind of want to piggyback off what you said last week. The Rockets are not as good as what they think. Thank you. They're not. Thank you. I just think Golden State's gonna win the NBA Finals. Well, yeah. And I think that the Los Angeles Lakers are gonna do much better than what Derek thinks too. I don't know. With a little there's, bit of um. There's a lot of people to go through in that in that division. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. Um, the NBA is coming soon. Of course, we'll have much more NBA news. As soon as the season kind of starts, because we're kind of reporting only on the diva stuff right now. Yeah. And um, other other big news breaks. Anthony Davis signs with Clutch Sports. LeBron James, um, Rich Paul, I think his name is, same agent. Mm. L.A. Big L.A. L.A. Yeah, L.A. Right. L.A. I would lose Ooh. my mind if Anthony Davis went to L.A. with LeBron. What's crazy about this is. LeBron's taking this thing to the next level. LeBron, you don't have it in the fourth. You still don't have it in the fourth. LeBron fans, calm down. I mean, true. Calm down, but but this is what I want to say. LeBron James found a way to make Anthony Davis an asset to him because LeBron owns the sports agency, and now Anthony Davis comes to L.A., gets paid, and then LeBron gets to capitalize and make money. What if they get LeBron... Anthony Davis and Klay Thompson, because that that rumor's still floating around, yeah. and Golden State's not going to be able to hang on to all yeah. four of them as much as they. This would is like, like to. Laker fan fantasy right now. It is. It is. <laughs> little Pipe bit dream. Of, little fa- a little bit of a fantasy. <laughs> That's how you know we don't think we're going to win this year. We're still talking about next summer and the summer after, because we know. We know. We know. What's up. We know. <laughs> it's going to take a lot out of LeBron this year. It will. It will. It will. I hope some of those young guys step up. Yeah. I think Kyle Kuzma Kuz, will develop well. Kuzi. I think uh, Brandon Ingram is probably going to have think a this breakout is it. year. Yo, Brandon, this is his breakout year. The last two seasons, we've said this is it. And you've said you've been in the gym, getting hard, getting working, doing all this stuff. Paul's only getting hard. That was wild. That sounded wild. <laughs> <laughs> you were getting buff in the gym. It's time now. This time now. Now we got LeBron. Show you don't have to got. fly through the gym. Yeah, he hit know. the buzzer beater against the Sixers. I mean, this is a Philly podcast, all, but... but pull up. <laughs> pull up. I mean, that's cute and all, but like, I want to see something that matters. I want to see I mean. it in June. Yeah. Do it in June. That's all that matters. True, true. Um, off the NBA, let's jump into some playoff baseball. Playoffs. The table is not set yet. Playoffs. In the American League, the table is set. Oakland clinches the other night. Oakland, New York. And Atlanta. I did see that New York clinch. Yeah, the Yankees clinched. Um, Stanton was very upset. I mean, he was very happy. But not to backtrack. I know I said that we have a few teams that all clinched. Oakland, New York, Atlanta, Houston, Cleveland, Boston. They've all clinched. Recently, over the past week, Oakland, New York, Atlanta. Atlanta wins the division. Oakland and New York wild card in the AL. In the AL first round, Oakland will face the Yankees for the wild card, Indians versus Astros, and the Red Sox will either face Oakland or the Yankees. Let's be honest, who wants to see Red Sox Oakland? 
I mean, nobody. Maybe my grandma. She doesn't even want to see that. <laughs> um, but well, you we're know hoping... who hasn't clinched? The uh, Phillies. The Phillies haven't clinched. The Phillies have been eliminated. They've been hot garbage as yeah. well. I remember on last week's podcast, I said that the Phillies were you dead. Did. And they were over and they don't have the offense. The problem was the offense was good. The Braves just, I think that Braves series really took a lot out of the Phillies. A clean sweep. And they were, and the Braves clinched in the third game of the sweep. It's just bad all around. So I think that just took so much air out of the Phillies. And then they went, I don't even know who they played. They went, they went somewhere, got beat up. And I think they got beat up last night again. They got smacked. Got beat up by by Colorado. I think Colorado beat them up, but Colorado's in the hot chase. The goat chase is what we're calling it in the base, baseball community. The NL West is a, it is about let me I'm going to pull up the stats just to be honest. The NL West is a half of game between LA Dodgers and the Colorado Rockies. The Colorado Rockies are on a five-game winning streak. Dodgers are 88 and 70, Colorado 87 and 70. These guys are going to play one more time at the end of the season. Mm. So that's going to get really hot and heavy. That'd be a good matchup. And Milwaukee Brewers are a half a game behind the Chicago Cubs. Do you remember my NL MVP picks last week, Derek? I think I said Christian Yellick, Javi Baez, and Chris Carpenter. I think that chase is over. The chase is done. Milwaukee Brewers, Christian Yellick, I think it's his award. Really? Send it over. Milwaukee, I don't know if you guys ever have had an MVP, but this might be it. Kristen Yellick goes last night in the Brewers beatdown. He goes for six RBIs to kind of wrap out the campaign. Mm. And the Milwaukee Brewers are hot. If the Milwaukee Brewers win the division, it is sealed and dealed. Milwaukee Brewers are going to make the playoffs. But Kristen Yellick, NL MVP, and the AL MVP, I'm just going to say it now. It's Mookie Betts. It's Mookie Betts. Really? Yeah. Mike Trout's been amazing since his injury return. Just amazing. But I've had debates everywhere. This is a local Philly podcast, and if you guys are listening from somewhere out, Mike Trout is from this region, and I've heard a lot of, oh, Mike Trout's the MVP. Mike Trout's the MVP. Of course you're going to hear that. Hometown This hero. is what I, I want to say. This is my defense of Mookie Betts' MVP season. Mike Trout's team is eliminated from the playoffs. They've been eliminated for the last two weeks. If I play the Angels, Mike Trout, hit five home runs. I'll give you a fastball down the uh, down the middle every pitch. Because do you know what the score at the end of the game is going to be? It's going to be 8-2. to two. Mike, get it off, Mike. I don't care. On the other side of the a- AL MVP is Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts in that AL East. Tampa Bay, very competitive. Tampa Bay's in the NL. They have one of the best records in the NL. Mm-hmm. Boston. New York. Mookie Betts is facing the Yankees. Half time hit all he they play he plays them all the time. The Yankees Red Sox, if both of those teams are horrible, that game means something. You know what I mean? That I game means something. I guess. I see what you're saying. Um Mike Trout Mike Trout, you I can let you hit five home runs in one game and we win ten we win ten five. Yeah. How can we give that guy the MVP? I know it's baseball and there's a lot of that- a lot I, of things go do you into really it. Put that in, on his shoulders necessarily. It's I not mean, his fault. That's kind of that, but that's kind of the argument you're making a bit. They don't matter. It. It's not his fault. It, he's trapped in that. Fault. But is he not? That's the why best he's player. 
in the AL. But you're not the most valuable because I understand that your team only wins. It kind of they only win because of Mike Trout, but your at bats don't matter. Well, that's teams where, don't that's care. Where the award itself gets tricky because then like so you why enter, is it ma- at that point you enter the James Harden Anthony Davis scenario where Anthony Davis was clearly the, the MVP, best, the best player in the league that year, but James Harden was more valuable to his team. Well, I don't even know if I can make that. No, argument that's hard because basketball one player in basketball makes a world a world difference. That's why. So because Mookie has the better team, he's the MVP. I think the situation makes him the MVP because know. he's in more meaningful situations. Dude. I don't know. This it's is like, just me playing devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, what I mean, I mean, I have this to. is all up for debate. But this is where the MVP gets tricky, like you just said. Most valuable player is Mike Trout, but how you're the most valuable player on a horrible team where it's the sixth inning and Mike Trout still has two at bats. If I'm on the mound, yo, if you slip up and give Mike Trout a home, hey, it's okay. There's no presser. Hey, Mike Trout fans, little trivia. What is Mike Trout's batting average in the playoffs? Dariq, you want me to tell you? This is not a Mike Trout slander, but this means, this is why he's not the AL MVP and he's only been the AL MVP one time in, my, in, in our life. He's one for 12. With a home run. One for 12, and they were eliminated. Clean swept. Yikes. Clean swept. They lost three games in a row, and he got one hit. Yikes. The greatest player in the game. Do, why does Derek Jeter matter so much in the MLB? Is because when Derek Jeter flipped into the stands, and he broke his nose up, do you know what month it was, Dorit? It was October. November. Willie Mays. The greatest, one of the greatest catches in baseball history. Over the shoulder. We've all seen it. Do you know when that play happened, Dorit? October. October. (laughs) This is why the face of baseball can't be a guy. Escape. Leave, Mike Trout. Please leave. But I just want to touch on one more thing, baseball. Hit me. The Atlanta Braves (laughs) win the NL East. If If you've been paying attention to his Twitter, he was going nuts. Chop on. Yeah. I saw it. I elected to not comment because this man was already at a 10. I didn't need him at a 20. We fucking did it. (laughs) We did it. We did it. But baseball, I think it's going to be fun. The NL is going to be up for grabs. I think any team can win. Also, the AL, same thing. There are some powerhouses in that division. I mean, in in that league, Yankees, Red Sox, and Houston. All teams that can win the World Series this year easily. But if you have to pick. I don't have a pick right now. Oh, if I have a pick, Atlanta Braves. Clean sweeps. <laughs> no, no. Bias. To- totally kidding. Bias is hell. No, in, on- in a- all honesty, I don't think the Braves. If we do, I think we can do it because I think there's just something special about our team this year. Mm-hmm. Young guys. We have that clean, fresh energy. Um, But I don't think we have the pitching. Mm. The pitching's terrible. The late bullpen, horrible. The pitching depth? Or the depth, yeah, yeah. The general. depth, the depth. We have a few starters. We have maybe one or two starters. Okay. And other than that, it's kind of, we kind of fall off. And we got a decent little closer. We picked up some guys halfway through the year mm-hmm. for this little playoff push that we did. But I just don't think we have enough. I don't think we could go out, go to New York, or go to Philly and take four out of seven with with good guys like that. I feel you. You know what I mean? I think it would be really tough. It happens. You know but, what? Let's introduce a new segment. Uh Uh-oh. New segment. Yeah. This segment is going to be called 
I got beef. And the reason it's called I got beef is because we're going to we're going to call people out in sports. We're going to call them out the people that we have problems with. People and, and whole leagues, players, leagues, teams, whoever, whoever it is you the got ball beef boy. with. Do you, do you want to go first? I think you should go first. I'll go first. Gronkowski. I got beef. I got beef for the diva comment that you let out this week saying that if you were traded to the Lions or any other team, you would not have reported. Ergo, that's why you didn't get traded, in my opinion. Now, this some of this is opinionated. Some of it is going to be facts. You actually said that, so that's a fact. I'm not. We're just going to take that off the table for anybody that wants to dispute that. Go back, watch the interview. The man said it. Now, with you saying Brady is your QB, your QB, that's cool. That's cute and all, you know, Hall of Fame and QB, your entire career pretty much, and that's all you want. You're picking that. What's not cute is the diva antic that you pulled to stay on that team. It's almost basketball-esque when you see players arranging to be put in certain places so that way they can stay stacked for the rest of their life. That team possibly didn't want you or had a better offer, but because of how you chose to handle things, and it's not in a business-like manner whatsoever, because of how you chose to handle things, the deal didn't get done. Gronk gets away with a lot. I've had beef with Gronk for a while. Yeah, I mean... He gets away with a lot. This is why, I mean, I have beef with Gronk, too. We I don't, don't, I'm, I, I don't even you don't come at his off-of-field antics because... If if, he, any, if other players were to do what Gronkowski but he, does, but here's the is thing, it a problem? The reason why I don't grind him up for the off-field antics is because he's spending endorsement money to do that. He's actually being smart about it and taking his contract money and putting it to the side so that way when he's done with pro football, he's not broke like half these other yeah. cats. So I will give you a golf clap for that. But... but but if Cam Newton was doing what if, what if Kowski was doing, he would be grinded up. I'm not even sure if Cam Newton says some stuff like that. I don't even know if he would play another snap. Cam Newton kind of giggled at a woman reporter. And he would shoot him up. It was ridiculous. Shoot him up. He said, "I'm sorry, I've never heard a female ask a football question." I mean, just Cam or something I, to that. I hate light. to go left field, and I don't field. even think that was that bad. Yeah, like you know what I mean? I thought it was more so like a joke, like, see, oh, I'm see, sorry, but I see you step every, it up, ma. everybody got all Step it up, ma. Oh, Cam Newton, you sexist. That was a sexist yeah. comment. I'm going to need an apology. Relax. Cam, but we defend you a lot, but it's time to produce, Pop. Well, whoa, whoa. It's time to produce. Did you watch him last week? All right, hold he on. He accounted we'll get, we'll for get, all of Carolina's we'll get to that. touchdowns. We'll get to that. All right. I'll, we'll get to I'll, that. I was about to say, man. Now, um, Derek has beef with Gronk. Gronk, I got if you see this, Gronk. Fade up. Dariq. I don't know Dariq. I mean, he's a big guy, but... To talk about Gronk, my beef is with the NFL. NFL? Yeah, I have a lot of beef with the NFL recently. Roughing the passers getting out of pocket. Yikes. What are we doing? I saw a little um, video on Twitter floating around (laughs) with the woman wearing the Aaron Rodgers jersey and her boyfriend or her brother, whoever it was. See, he he lifted the woman up, laid her down on the ground very gently, very... Very lightly, yeah. pulled out of a pillow out of his back, laid it down on the ground, and laid him on the ground, and he still got a flag. And he still got a flag. Flag. I've been seeing all kinds of ones where they like sit him in the chair, yeah. bring a mattress out. There's all kinds of <laughs> NFL. What are we doing? Like, I have a stat right here too. NFL to talk I'm be about. Be honest though, I felt like Clay Matthews blew Alex Smith up. I didn't think it was one a of the plays the were bad. Or... One of the plays. There wasn't there two plays. One of the plays looked very I, bad. I didn't think that was roughing the passer worthy. I thought it was a good hit. But 
in a sense, I kind of understood why they threw. Here's some stats right here. Through week three, last year, there were 16 roughing the passers. Yeah. Through week three. If you'd have to guess, what do you think this year's would be? I'm going to say... I'm going to say 25. 34, Dorit. In 2016, it was 20. So we went from 20 to 16 to 34. Clay Matthews had four his entire career. And then had and like two in the last... He's, he's got yeah. three now. He has three, yeah. He's about to touch his career high. I know he's going to get another one. That's my beef, <laughs> NFL. They're probably going to find him, though. And that's the worst part about it, yeah. though. Because yeah. he's a good player. He's never had like dirty plays he in respects his entire the game. career. Respects the game. Highly intelligent linebacker. And he's about to get fined for roughing the passer. Yeah, I think it's nuts. The NFL, please. I know you think you guys are doing the right thing. And maybe we don't see it as fans. Maybe we don't see it now. It's not that we don't see it as fans. It's that it's it's, it's caca. Are we still watching? Did you watch last week? (laughs) Maybe that's why the NFL doesn't care. Maybe, But the NFL cares so much because when they're wrong, they try to jump out in front of everything. Yeah. And explain themselves so they can control well, I think it. they're over-jumping now. Yeah. I think quarterbacks were getting lit up last year. And I think they're overcompensating for that and saying, oh, yeah. you can you can touch a quarterback, but only with two hands. Yeah, because... And then after that, don't don't press him. We don't turn on him. the game for Aaron Rodgers, Carson Wentz. Yeah. That's who we turn on Fox and CBS for. Yeah. We don't turn it on for the guys that, but, are, that are in those tough situations. part of the now. magic of that is... Seeing those guys escape those kind of situations. Yeah. I, I agree with not being able to drive a quarterback into the ground. That's fine. That's a little obsessive, yeah. The the Clay Matthews call, he was literally coming off of a block and then pretty much yeah. threw himself yeah, into Alex Smith. You can't he, stop yourself from there's, falling. There's no way that could happen. You know what I mean? It's, it's different if I'm coming clean. I get like a cut or a swim move or whatever, and I'm around the guy and I'm running. Yeah. I see him and I'm like, yo, I'm nailing this guy. That's yeah. different. I agree with eliminating those. I think but... I think eye test can show. Nine out of ten times, you know if a guy was like, I'm laying it on him. Yeah. Or I was kind of not. I believe it. I was. It was a mistake. I, be- I believe it. It might eventually get as bad as having to come down to like reviewing the actual hit itself to determine. Is that roughing the passer? And I, I'd be okay with that. If you have to stop the game for 10, 15 review. seconds, they they review it and the, they all get together and I come hate to, reviews. you know what I mean? But you can't get one ref that just, oh, that was roughing the passer. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You're kind of hoping. Review for 10 or 15 yeah. seconds if you have to. Yeah. But I'd rather have that than have these bogus roughing the passer calls. Yeah. It's just getting out of I hand. I hate review. That's something we're going to get into another episode is I hate instant replay in sports. I'm all right with it. It's okay. I think sometimes they get it. I think sometimes they use it. But if we're going to have instant replay, every play on the field, if it means something, we're instant replaying it then. I believe. Because why is it fair to be like, oh, well, that that play is not reviewable. So what? So they're allowed that, to get it wrong in that situation, but you have to get it right in I other situations. I think the non-reviewable plays are to prevent every single play from being reviewed. Yeah, so, like I, you yeah. get like the non reviews inside things, of like yeah, two like, minutes and stuff like yeah. that. It's like in baseball, so, are we gonna review strikes and balls? Yeah, how long we'd be sitting there? It, forever. And baseball oh. games are long now. Sidebar. Hold on, I have a bo- bonus answer. My mm. beef. I have another beef. I'm sorry. I know Dorico only brought one. Major League Baseball. 
cut it with the time clock. We don't need us. We don't need. I remember us, us doing stop doing the time clock on um on Sports Talk the YouTube series. Yeah, yeah. Don't I do it. I hate it. The time clock there, and you weren't too happy yeah, about I it. I still have beef. I still it. have beef. Mm. Um, but I think we've really that's the new segment that we're gonna do from week to week. Maybe I don't know if we'll do it every week, but got beef. If you got beef, let us know. What's beef? Beef is when your mom ain't safe up in the street. Ooh. Shout out to Biggie Smalls. That's R.I.P. He's a legend. Now, speaking of, I know we just talked about Gronk in the NFL. Week three. Week three. Week three. I just do want to, I want to get something out real quick. Week of three week was three. good. Is Mike Tomlin on the hot seat? Is it time? I don't believe so. Just because, and I, I know... Some of your justifying points are going to have to do with the Le'Veon Bell situation and the A.B. situation. Is that locker room his? Um, I don't think it was ever really his, to be honest. And no disrespect to Mike Tomlin. he's I think he's a real good head coach. Super Bowl, tri- Super Bowl champion Super coach. Super Bowl champion yeah. coach. I think he's a good head coach. He has winning seasons under his belt to justify that. Um, I believe the front office is trying to take more control now than ever. And I believe that's why Bell hasn't gotten gotten a contract. Because Mike Tomlin was in love with Le'Veon Bell. Let's be clear on that. That was one of his favorite players. He has, you know, good relationship with Ben. Good relationship with AB. Good relationship with Bell. Juju. He didn't exactly have it with Martavius Bryant. And that's why he's gone. But he has a good relationship with the guys in the locker room. I think if it was up to Mike Tomlin, Bell would have a contract. So with Le'Veon Bell more than likely heading out of Pittsburgh... AB with the whole, you know, antics last week or whatever the case may be. I don't think that has anything to do with Mike Tomlin more so than people just being frustrated with the team in general. Yeah. Mike Tomlin is a coach and he's put there to win, but he doesn't own that team. He's not the owner. He's not the general manager of that team. Will he He be fired this year? No, I don't think so. I think think he probably has another year or two at least – before they're like, all right, we might need so, to move on from you, Mike. So the seat's not hot. It's getting a little warm. It's warm. It's getting a little warm. It's warm. All right. All Keep right. an eye on him, though. I, w- I will say that. Pittsburgh is a very interesting him. team. Pittsburgh is not interesting anymore without Le'Veon Bell. They're yeah. a subpar team. Subpar. I'm be honest. Great receiving core. What else do they have? Talking to Their Pittsburgh. Their defense isn't good. The Bucks, the Bucks put up, what, like 25 points on them or something like yeah. that? Or twenty points on him in the in the second half. Yeah, defense isn't good. No, the, the Steelers didn't par. score a touchdown in the second half. Exactly. the The offense is good. They have a spectacular receiving core, and that's about it. So, so the, without Bell, they're a subpar team. Okay, speaking of that team and those guys playing, this is a perfect way to talk about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Three interceptions. Car- Carson, Jameis Winston's back. What do you want me to say? If they put Jameis Winston in there, it would be the worst mistake of their life. In my opinion, Jameis Winston is a bust, and I know a lot of people don't like to agree with me on that. I'll get into more. I'll dive more into that in a little bit. Hear me out on the Ryan Fitzpatrick situation, all right? This guy's come in. When has he had a bad game? You can say the Steelers game, but, I mean, is that really even bad? Would they? What was it, 30, 31? Or thirty to twenty-seven. It was very. I mean, close. it was a close game. It came down. James to... Winston is not going to give you three or four touchdowns in the second half. I'm just going to come out and say it. If James Winston sucks, 
in the beginning, that's it. 30 that to team 27. That Winston the entire game. 30 to 27. Yeah. He's not going to give you that many touch. And Fitzpatrick isn't doing it with his legs. He's not a dual threat guy. Fitzpatrick, mid-range ball is a little suspect. I do understand that. Deep ball is phenomenal. He's got some playmakers. What do they have? Mike Evans, who has speed and size, so he's definitely a deep threat. He goes up and gets it just about every time you put it 10 yards in his radius. And Deshaun Jackson, who's always been a speedster and always been a deep threat. That's what their team predicates on winning. That's how they win. They win with the deep ball. So if you put Winston back in there, who in my decision, who in my opinion has bad decision making as a quarterback. How's his deep ball? His deep ball isn't that great. I I think personally he has bad decision making as a quarterback. And for me to get on here and make it seem like, uh, you know what, Winston gets back in there, he'll be okay. I don't believe that. I think that's a lie. I think that is a bold-faced lie. In my opinion, and this is just, you know, I could be going on and on, and it, it could be biased. Some people might view it as biased because I'm coming down pretty hard on Jameis Winston, but he's had like a good four or five years to prove that he's got the stuff, and he's been subpar those four or five years. Marcus Mariota has outdoed him since then. I agree. I agree. That That's my take on Jameis Winston. I've, I've watched him a lot. Uh, I hoped he would have been good, but... He's just not. All right, so to go on something really quick, congrats to Drew Brees. I don't know if it's a congrats. Is that a congrats? Drew Brees, I would say congrats is an accomplishment. Anytime they mention you and Brett Favre in the same sentence, it's an accomplishment. That's a Hall of Fame QB. (laughs) Okay, can you tell the people what Drew Brees has accomplished? Drew Brees accomplished the most completions. He passed Brett Favre this weekend. Also, shout out to that spin move that he used to tie the game up. That was crazy. I don't know if you watched that game. Drew Brees is scrambling, which he doesn't do often. All right, he's got two defenders in front of him and the goal line. And in my head, I'm thinking like, yo, it, it's about to be it. It's done for it's Drew about Brees. about to be over for him. He's going to get clapped right here. All right? Spin move. Gets in the end zone. Amazing. I've never seen Drew Brees hit it. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if Drew Brees has ever hit a spin move before in his entire career. I think that might have been the first one. But he took he put two cats in the spin cycle. Drew Brees. Brees. Cold as ice. Also, little side note do with the Saints. Shout out to Michael Thomas. He's currently leading all the receivers. Quick question on Michael Thomas. Is he top five? Has he done enough to be top five? I think so. He's... He's edging there. Top five is steep when you're talking receiver because there's so many Mm -hmm. talented guys. But, like, is he better than Julio Jones? Right now? You don't even want to know my take on Julio. Is he better than Antonio Brown? No. Mike Evans? No, Mike Evans is a monster. He's having a a really good season, though. I would put put him in. If the season ends right now, yes, he's in top five. Julio's not. The season ends right now. He doesn't even have a touchdown. Him, Odell, Brandon Cooks, and there's another big name I forget. I can't think of it No right touchdowns? Now. No touchdowns. Zero. Odell. Zero. The Brinks truck's pulling up. He just got that money. Like, what's, what's That's going not on? his fault, though. No, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. They pay you, perform. Khalil yeah. Mack got money. Look what he's doing. Balling out. 
defensive player. Balling out. It doesn't he matter. You don't got to throw Eli Manning. Doesn't it have doesn't matter. Either. He has more of a chance to ball out than, than Khalil Mack does. Who yeah. receives most of the targets on that team? Odell's always the number one target on that team. I mean, granted, they're running their offense through Barkley. Shout out to Barkley, but... He's been phenomenal. He has been. Who are the Giants? Who are they? I don't know. It's hard to identify them. Every week we get on here and talk about the Giants, and I feel like the Giants are in a different position. You would think I'm Every a Giants week we talk fan, about it. like the way we keep touching on them, but I'm really not. Like they're, but they're they're playing decent ball. I'm I'm not sure if they're just not executing well, or or what it is. I'm gonna have to watch, sit down and watch a Giants game. Speaking of games, how about Carson Wentz? Carson Wentz came back. He came back. How do you feel about it? I don't know. I had mixed feelings about the Eagles Did game. Did you? I thought it was all right. I thought the Eagles' front line looked shaky. Dariq kind of told me it wasn't the front line. I don't think it was the front I line I thought at all. Carson Wentz was getting smacked up, taking th- a lot of unnecessary hits. I thought Wentz played phenomenal. Five sacks. Phenomenal. Five sacks. Phenomenal. Aside from the only thing that I didn't like that Wentz did was on the interception that he actually threw, he stared down Zach Ertz like they were on a prom date from the time that they lined up until he threw that ball. My six-year-old daughter could have picked that. Wentz has got to knock that off. Don't take anything away from my six-year-old daughter. I'm not, but she could have picked that ball off. Like She might have fumbled it, but she could have picked that ball off. Anyway... It went about as well as I thought it was going to go. Reason being is because, for the simple fact, the Eagles didn't have their first string running back and their second string running back. And they didn't have their first string wide receiver, their, their starting lead wide receiver. All right, The only starting wide receiver that they had from last year that was on the field was Nelson Aguilar. Everybody else is either new or from practice squad and got moved up. Who's the guy on the Eagles that can't catch? Name them. Name them all. <laughs> no, the one guy they had a, they had a video of him. He's in rare form. Jeremy, I don't know his name. I they was know. like, oh, he's in mid-season form, and they had him missing that. <laughs> was, it, was it Jordan Matthews? <laughs> he, 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 surprisingly <laughs> enough, he caught two balls. And when he caught his first one, he got a standing ovation. He caught another one. When that, you catch a ball and get a standing <laughs> ovation. Well, he got a standing ovation because he's he, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's back in Philly. He's a Philly guy. So I think that's why he got the standing ovation. But... Nonetheless, I think the performance went about as well as it could have, honestly. Wentz pretty much had to do it by himself. The running game was okay. Um, those running backs aren't good, though. You could have put almost anybody in that situation, opening up those same holes, and they would have produced. No disrespect to Smallwood. I understand he still had to carry the he's ball. He's scrappy. I like him. But he, he carried the ball well. He's decent. Clement didn't perform at all. I don't know why. He like shrinks in big moments shout aside out, from the Super Bowl. Shout out to that guy and from it, South Jersey. It, it's South weird. Jersey native. Yeah, I need you to put on for the city. Like don't disrespect us. Don't like say that. you're from here. Yeah. It's like nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah you got a Super Bowl ring. Shout nah, out. You do. You do. You you're do. a hero. But I think it went about as well as it could have. I'm interested to see what happens with Rodney McLeod. He went out and I think the second quarter didn't hear anything from him, haven't heard anything from him. So. Do you think this is when the Eagles will get the ball rolling? 
I think so. Alshon Jeffrey shaky. just got cleared for contact. Yeah, Dereek came he, in. Dereek came. Dereek came in for the podcast and he, was like, "Yo, Mike, you heard? Yeah, Alshon back. Yeah, heard, heard he's getting tackled yeah. in practice this week. Yeah, he got cleared, cleared for contact. I'm not sure. Honestly, my honest opinion on that is I don't think he'll play, but being cleared for contact nonetheless is a huge deal. Eagles fans should be excited. They're probably gonna get, if not both running backs back, they'll get either Sproles. Or uh, Jay Ajayi back this the week. The Eagles should be satisfied where they sit. They absolutely should. Most There are teams that have a lot more talent than the Eagles offensively right now. And are 0-3. Well, not 0-3. 1-3. 1-2. 1-1. Yeah. I mean, that that's just me, you know, putting apples to apples. It, it is what it is. You could have all the offensive talent in the world, but if you're not executing and making things happen when you need them to, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I think that shows a lot about this Eagles team. They look hungover in the first game, and hopefully they turn it up. Yeah. Speaking of the NFC East, mm. are the Redskins mm. a legit contender in that mm. division through three games? I don't know. I don't. Know. It's really hard for me to say if they are or if they aren't. I want to say they're not just because I'm used to them folding. Um, but I feel like that's a tad bias if I do say On it. this week's of 856 Philadelphia <laughs> Bias Radio. It's like, nah, 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 nah. But uh, I, I feel like tough. right now, I feel like they're legit. I mean, they're beating legit competition. Who's Adrian Peterson? AP. Who's that guy? AP. If you started him, shout out to the fans. So hold on. Shout out to Mace again. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no. Yeah, we we got to get a little sample of that. Yeah, right, and yeah. So allow yeah. it, man. They, yeah, right. It's who crazy. owns that? Who I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, who knows? Um, speaking of owing people money and um asking for a bunch of money, Whoa. Jimmy G is out. Jimmy G is out. It's Not only is dumb. he out, but he has been flaming hot trash, in my opinion. Yeah, well, not too bad, but he, he hasn't been 136 million dollars worth of good. Yeah, we spoke off off air about how much is Kirk Cousins getting paid? Significantly less. And how much is Jimmy G like, getting paid? Kirk Cousins is getting at least like 40, maybe 50 mil less. And Jimmy G, regular season, Rudy, here we go, 718 yards, five touchdowns, three picks. Rating 90. 90. QB rating? Yeah, QB rating 90. That's terrible for a guy. And it, I don't mean it's terrible in a sense where, like, oh, like, there aren't any, there isn't any other QB that's doing as bad as Jimmy G. I is mean, it Matt Stafford terrible? And, and, and Stafford's good. He's Is he better than Jimmy G? Yes. Stafford's okay, good. I respect that. I respect that. Stafford's, Stafford's done good. a lot more I'm gonna than Jimmy G. I'm going to drop a Stafford G. fact. Okay. That, that's going to hurt a lot of people. Watch this. But. Jimmy G, for $136 million, that is not executing. We that need is to, not executing. We need to stop paying guys off of four games of work. This is, this is what happens. I tried to. I didn't like the signing when they when they first did if it. If you did watch Sports Talk last year, Derek did have. I, I tore him up a bit. Yeah. I tore him up a bit. And I said, you don't pay a guy that much money based off of six games. Based off of those three games that he had this year, he definitely wasn't worth $136 million. 
is just ridiculous. You don't pay a guy that much to go out there and not perform. He had like a QB rating of like 30-something when they played the Vikings. This is, he looked absolutely terrible. This is what Jimmy G has to say. I'm laughing straight to the bank with this. Ha, 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 ha. Yo, <laughs> I, know, I know his pockets are happy. He just tore his ACL, so he's out for the season. I don't know if I mentioned that, but... I mean, you're definitely not getting your money's worth now, but not that you were getting it before. So either way, you were really getting robbed. 49ers make the playoffs still? No. They weren't making the playoffs. You said they were over 500. I thought they were going to be, but... Is that over? No. Speaking of over 500... They'll be under now. The New England Patriots. Yikes. They dropped two in a row. I don't think they know who they are. I don't think they know who they are. You and are they really lost. And they <laughs> I dropped that in there. And they lost to the Lions. Speaking of the Lions, quick Matt, that Matt Stafford. G- that game was ugly. It was. That game was ugly. It was. Matt Stafford started lighting them up. And the running game got to him a little bit too. I was surprised. The Patriots defense has never really been good. Let's no. get that on the record. No, they haven't. Right now. They just predicate on outscoring everybody, but now they don't really have an offense, which is why they had to bring Josh Gordon in. Did Josh Gordon play? No, he was inactive. So he will play, right. I'm pretty sure, next week. But I don't know how IG much of a difference suits. that's going to make. I mean, oh, man, pulling hammies at IG yeah. photo suit. <laughs> it looked Josh like that, that had to be true because like, he got in there. He's injured. Inactive. Where he got they injured, do we have, don't know. They do have Julian Edelman coming back, though. Okay. Um. So Is he the steroid guy? Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be a little harder to double Gronk. The reach real wissy wassy on this steroid. I though. am. I've, I've I felt am. him if out. You're a, if you're a steroid guy, in my opinion, I can't consider you as the greatest. If like the highlight of your career has been in the time frame of you using steroids. But what if you're a Hall of Famer before care. steroids? I don't care. You said you said if you're a Hall of Famer before steroids, that's cool. Hall of Fame. But I still can't consider you the greatest of all time. If you if they came out today and said Michael Jordan was on steroids and they could prove it, I would deny Mike is the greatest. Regardless of his MVP season. You could give me Mike's best season and I would deny Mike is the greatest. That's my personal opinion. Okay. I feel let's, like... let's touch on this last thing, and then we can jump into that Hall of Fame conversation right, really quick. Since we have some extra time, it looks like we'll be pretty good. Let's do it. Should the Green Bay Packers start getting worried? Absolutely. They're bad. Absolutely. They're bad. You went out and got Jimmy J. They're bad. I mean, not Jimmy J. Jimmy G. Graham. Jimmy Graham. Jimmy, J- Jimmy Graham. Same, same Jimmy, Jimmy J. Graham. Jimmy Graham. Get on his ass, Jimmy. Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. Don't be disrespected. <laughs> Jimmy Graham got, wants that Jimmy G you money. Went, you went out and got Jimmy Graham, all right? You give Aaron Rodgers one of the best tight ends in the game right now. And I know a lot of people are going to disagree with that. Kill the noise. He's Jimmy hurt. G is still good. Jimmy Graham. I'm, yeah. I keep saying Jimmy G. I'm sorry. Jimmy G. I'm sorry. You don't even deserve Jimmy, this comparison. Jimmy Graham. I don't. Jimmy I, G doesn't, doesn't deserve the comparison. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. What is Jimmy G done? Jimmy G done. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely nothing. But you went out and got Jimmy Graham, one of the best tight ends in the game, and he, he hasn't seen over 30, 40 yards? I don't know. You tell me. What's, what's going on there? You got to find a way to get him some targets. I get Devontae Adams is a huge red zone target. He was tied with, actually, I think he led the league last year in red zone targets. He had like 19 or something like that, some crazy number. But nonetheless, you have to find a way to spread that ball around, Rodgers, and I know you're not used to constructive criticism because you are that guy in Green Bay. But guess what? Your team isn't performing like they're that team. 
So now you have to sit back, relax, humble yourself. I don't know if he can say that this year. Humble yourself. He can't. If say you it. say that to the fans this year, like, you need to relax. Like what you mean, relax? You need to relax. He might. He might ball up the Arthur fist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Still. Still going on the football. Finally. 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 Um, Thursday night football looks like it's going to be a good game this week. I'm actually excited for tomorrow, Thursday night football. Reason being is because the matchup is going to be stellar. I definitely will be tuning in for this one. It's going to be the Las Vegas Rams, L.A. Rams. They're still in L.A. right now. Los Angeles. I don't know why I said Los Angeles. I'm tripping. I'm sorry, y'all. L.A. Rams. Minnesota Vikings. This is a it's, test. This is going to be a good one. A test for the Vikings. It's a test for the Vikings, but what should be noted, Marcus Peters will not play in this game. He's injured, ladies and gentlemen. Two to four weeks, they said he'll probably miss. So that's a starting corner gone. And they're going against a team that predicates off of their offense. That's, the Rams that's are what they good. do. The Rams are good. They're good. They're 3-0. and Shout out to being three and zero along with the Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. Somebody else is three and zero as well. I just can't remember the name right now. Those are the two that popped out at me. Sports fact: I'm gonna drop a quick sports fact before we 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 carry on a little bit. Matthew Stafford is not a bum. The Lions are a bum team. This is a fact. This is a fact. I'm about to hit you with the fact. Oh, I'm about okay. to hit you with that. Okay. I got it. Three guys. Matt, Matthew Stafford has four seasons back to back with four thousand yards or more. A lot of people don't know that because they're they're not a good team. They sling the rock like no other. And they probably do it better than a lot of other teams. I had Stafford in fantasy. He's a good little fantasy he quarterback. He is. He is. Philip Rivers is a hell of a fantasy quarterback, he is. too. Philip Rivers. Rivers is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the game right now. Top 10, in my opinion. Stafford's in there, too, though. And speaking of, take back what you said about Cam Newton. You have to. What I say? He accounted for all of Carolina's touchdowns this week. He threw two, ran for two. Nobody else did anything. Do you know Kim what Newton just, said? I got it. Dorit, I put it on my back. Do you know what image just popped in my head when you said put some respect on Cam Newton's name? What? Super Bowl. <laughs> Late game. How how long are you can, gonna how long are I, you gonna hunt this man? Can I tell my story, Dorit? Tell your story, man. Late in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. A little fumble happens. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton goes to the bathroom. He clocked out. <laughs> he, he was like, yo, you guys going to get that? I'm, I'm going to go handle yeah. that in the back. Cam, it's going to hurt for me. That's going to hurt me for a long time. Oh, it's a Super Bowl, Cam. And I would have dived on the goddamn ball. You know what my, you know, my favorite thing is to say in sports? You're only as good as your last game. Cam Newton was phenomenal in his last game. <laughs> He had one of the best fantasy weekends of all time. Not of all time. That was a little hype. True. I was a little gassed. True. But he did have a really good fantasy weekend. He performed well for the Panthers when nobody else was really stepping up. Nobody else could get it done. Cam said, you know what? Everybody, I'm going to bend over. Everybody jump on my back. I got it. Oh, Whole it. team. Okay. Whole team. Don't worry okay. about it. Okay. I'll make it happen for us. And he did. Superman. Okay. They don't call him Superman for nothing. So I think he deserves a little respect this week. Shout okay. out to Cam. Cam Newton. Shout out to Cam. All right. So um, in our next segment, we're going to do our week four NFL picks. Mm. 
First game of the week tomorrow night. Okay. Vikings versus the Rams. Who you got, Derek? I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Rams here. Yeah, me too. Um, I think almost everybody can agree, and they don't really have to ask me why I'm going with the Rams here. But in case you do, they're undefeated. They have the better defense. They have a good offense as well. They're just overall the better team. I think uh, I don't think they're that far apart in terms of teams. Don't get me wrong. No disrespect to the Vikings, but I just think the Rams are the better team right now. I wouldn't disagree with that. I'm going Rams. Rams, I think it'll be closer than what we think. Mm-hmm. This is how I'm going to say. It might be a close game, but it might be a blowout. It can get ugly. I don't think it'll be a blowout. No blowout? No, nah, I don't think so. Okay, so me and Derek both got the Rams in that game. Again, that's going to be the Rams-Vikings. That's going to be tomorrow night. NFL, thank you. Usually Thursday night games are garbage straight hot garbage who last, wants to watch football on thursday and it'd be bad the last two weeks were good but only because well this week are they be good, good or were they funny games it well this week's gonna be good because of the matchup the the following week before that was good because it was jets and browns and baker mayfield came in okay that's, so not that's a good why game. that was entertaining that's it wasn't not a good, a good scheduled game but it ended up being a good game anytime you get some some high key drama like that most people will watch it just because it's football. Nobody expected that game to be that good. But it's safe to say NFL Thursday night games have to be like you gotta get prime time. They have to be like, yo, playoff matchup. They these guys might play next week. Yeah. These might be Super Bowl rematch or yeah, some you, some weird. You gotta get it together. Okay, right next there. game we're going Jets versus the Jags. Jets versus Jags. I gotta go Jags. They just beat the Pats not Put, that long ago. One one game ago. Speaking of Cam Newton and me apologizing to Cam Newton, when are you going to apologize to Blake Bortles? You know what? I'll apologize right now. Blake Bortles, I'm sorry. <laughs> you are not the worst QB in the league. You are developing passing skills. Your team is elite, and you're not a garbage quarterback. I take back what I said about you. Because yeah. I'm, I'm a man of my word, and I'll stand behind what I said. And if I'm wrong, I'll be the first to tell you I was wrong. All right. Uh, well, I'll be the second when Mike corrects me. I'll tell you after that. <laughs> All right, so these next few games, we're going to kind of fly by through these. All we right. won't do too much because I want to come back on that Jaguars Jets game because I want to say a little bit something about Jalen Ramsey. Okay. Next game, we're going Eagles-Titans. Eagles. Philly-Philly. I'm going to go Titans. Are you I think crazy? the Eagles' luck might run out this week. Are you crazy? Marcus Mariota is banged up. That defense yeah. is going to get after him early. And I remember often. that they said Mike's he about to eat these. He words. said he couldn't feel his fingers before the game last week. Marcus Mariota. So you you expect the man to not be able to feel his fingers escape from? But I think uh, the first three weeks everything. Barnett. The the first three weeks for the Eagles everything has gone like just the right way for them to barely about, win. So this might be keep going. Um, Texans versus the Colts. I'm gonna go Texans here. I think they need it. More than the Colts. Yeah. I think they have more offensive talent as well. I'm going Texans. Bills, Packers. I'm going to go Packers. I don't see them losing two back-to-back. That would that would be devastating for them. Yeah, I'll go Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers can squeeze this one out. Lions, Cowboys. Lions. Only because of the gunslinger. That's tough. I'm, I'm going Lions not because I believe uh, they're better prepped for this game. But personally, I believe Matthew Stafford has too much firepower for a Dak Prescott to be able to keep up. And I'm not even going to bust Dak's balls about, you know, 
all that nonsense that he's got going on with his deep ball and the team in general. Yeah. I'll get on them like week five when their embarrassment has built up. <laughs> but I believe uh, you're going Detroit has you're too going much Detroit. firepower. Okay, I I don't know who I'm picking. I'll go Cowboys just because. What? Just to play. Buccaneers versus the Bears. Bucks. Oh, I'm going Bears. Bucks. Going Bears. You're crazy. When have the Bears scored over 30? Because that's what you need to do at this point to beat to, to, to beat, beat the Bucks. Okay. Okay, Bengals versus the Falcons. Falcons. Even though they're banged up right now, Calvin Ridley's coming on real strong. He had a three-touchdown yeah, game last week. That was nuts. In one of the fantasy leagues, he was on the bench hanging out. Not my fantasy league. If, if he was on your bench hanging out, off yourself tonight. Dariq, <laughs> if you have any, call somebody if you're thinking about that. Make a call. Make a call. Oh, man. We'll put that information in the bio. <laughs> Seahawks versus Cardinals. Um, Definitely Seahawks. The Cardinals are just terrible right now. They uh, don't know David, what to do right now. David They're Johnson is taking a steep decline for those fantasy owners. I would look to trade him as soon as possible. Yeah, I'm going to go Seahawks. Browns Raiders. That game just makes me excited, but I don't I'm know why. Go Browns. I don't know you why. You know why it makes you excited? Hugh named Baker the starter. <laughs> That's why. Baker Mayfield is officially the Browns week four starting quarterback. Starting quarterback. That's why you're excited for it. Baker Mayfield is the starter. Watch it. Oh, my. I can't the wait. The new guy. Oh, the guy who's the quarterback for Oklahoma right now mm-hmm. is a freak. Is he? Yeah, I've been watching little Michael Oklahoma Vick football. guy, but I don't know his name. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna have to look. Look up his that. name if you don't know who I'm talking about. Oklahoma Sooners quarterback right now. They had a clip of him over the weekend. He was speeding across the field. Yeah, speeding. Shout out to quick college player. football. Quick, quick side note on that: Clemson actually named Trevor Lawson the starter. For those of you who don't know, he was a red shirt coming in this year. A lot of hype around him. They're calling him Sunshine. Tall white dude, long hair. He's slinging it and he runs it with his legs. Yeah, Clemson's about to take over. I think they're going to win the national title. That's my pick. But okay, we'll okay. get into that a little. Okay, later so on the last season. two NFL games are the Giants versus the Saints. Mm, I'm going to go Saints. Saints. I think. I think, in my opinion, if you have Drew Brees, this is the week for him. Drew Brees has been lighting it up every week. This is another 45 point week for Drew Brees. I wouldn't put money on the Giants right now. I wouldn't either. They're too. I'm going to go Giants, though. They're promiscuous. But it, you're going to go it Giants could be a, and put money on them. No, I'm not going to put money. But put money crazy. on and thinking somebody's going to win just for, like, pure maybe, like, get lucky. <laughs> um, It's totally different. 49ers versus the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, me too. I'm Chargers, going Chargers. no problem. All the way. Even even minus Joey Boa, Boza. Chargers. Yeah, I'm going Chargers. All day. I don't think... I don't think the 49ers have much of anything. I don't. <laughs> I think yeah, they shout lost out to Carlos Hyde. Everything. Car- yo, Carlos shout out to Hyde. Hyde. Carlos Hyde really did me justice last week. He's on the Jets, right? Definitely. Jets, no. right? No, He's no, on no. the Browns. Browns. Yeah, I'm tripping. I remember week one. Listen, I'm playing. I'm if, wild. If you're a fantasy guy, I got Carlos Hyde in the eighth round. For those of you who don't know, that's a that's a big pickup steal. because he's a starting running back. That's a steal. And he's my number two running back. Yeah. Ask Saquon Barkley. And Carlos High. I remember that. I so remember you know that. I'm, I'm killing him. cats right Shout now. Shout out to him. This week, 
I'm going to give you all some uh, to look out for fantasy, all right? All right. I mean, if you have guys. Waiver wire. And they might potentially be on your bench. And you're on thinking the bench about or starting. on the waivers? On the, on the bench. I'll get to okay, the waiver Okay, so we're talking, we, we're talking a guy you picked. Yeah. But yeah, you should so play him this, this week. This, this might be a guy that you picked you're unsure about. Carlos Hyde. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw Carlos Hyde's name okay. out there just because a lot of people still aren't aware of the beastness that he has. Um, Andrew Luck. If you have him, start him. Andrew Luck. They took Andrew Luck out the last play the of the game. And put Jacoby yeah. Brissett in. That pass, was, that pass was a little too strong. <laughs> it, it was going a little too strong. nowhere fast, as Usher would say. <laughs> it was going How sick would he be have been? How sick? I would have been hurt. I probably would have cried. You guys would have earned it. Um, if, and this is a big if, if you're on the waiver wire, all right, and you need a guy, I'm going to go at QB first. Joe Flacco this week. Flacco. He's going against the Steelers' defense. As I said earlier, their defense isn't good. A 27-piece. They're not, they're not with good. With three interceptions. Joe they got three interceptions. Three of them things. And still let up 27 And points. still let up 27. That's a lot. Three of them things. But Joe Flacco has a good deep ball. They predicate themselves on the deep ball. Steelers defense will cough up a couple. So that's for that. Um, Ty Montgomery. It's, it's really anybody's game. In Green Bay, as far as like the running back situation goes, goes, uh, don't let people fool you. As far as like them saying, "Oh no, like this is the guy," like you know, trading whatnot. Ted Ginn Jr., wide receiver. If you have him, start him. They're going against New York Giants. What do they do? Give up a lot of deep passes. They don't have excellent corners. Also. Little little uh, name, you probably already have him, or somebody probably already has him. Stardom, Will Fuller. Will Fuller has been an absolute monster these past two fantasy weeks. I think he dropped like 25, and then he dropped 21. So he's giving you like 20 points a game. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. You need that. Mike Evans gives you like 25, 30 a game. So did Mike Evans get those points for you? Mike Evans did get those points for me. I ended up winning. I am the only one who's undefeated in that league. So if you're in Dariq's Fantasy League and you got a loss, step it up, baby. Step it up. Do better. Want more for yourself. All right. So I think I think that's going to wrap up today's podcast. Um, A lot of good topics today. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter. Definitely, definitely. 856-Philly. Philly. You heard that, 856-Philly. Philly, Philly. Where you can hear the most bias Philadelphia tweet. No. Wait. Pause. Stop. Pause. Stop the music. Cut the record. What about that Jalen Ramsey documentary? Oh, Before I th- we jump off, I want to touch on that. Yeah, yeah. I saw a little, it was a mini documentary on YouTube about Jalen Ramsey. You can search it. I think you should search it. Everybody should because I think they should. that documentary is an awesome documentary. It's, it was. Uh, it's really about him and his older brothers mm-hmm. and his dad about how his mom and dad kind of sacrificed everything. For him to be where he is. And the way Jalen Ramsey, his trash talking, I love this story because he breaks all the stereotypes. Mm-hmm. People probably think Jalen Ramsey, oh, he's that guy who never stops talking and he's yeah. ghetto or those words that yeah. they like to explain athletes a lot. Work. Puts in a lot of work and his mom and dad were there for, for everything. Yeah. 
Shout so, out to his mom and dad. Put, puts in a lot of work. Shout his out dad to, was a firefighter, and yeah. he also had a part-time job as well. Like, they yeah. cover that in the documentary. Yeah, I thought it was awesome in the documentary where in the watch. one part, they said, he Jalen Ramsey's father said that everywhere he goes, people tell him, hey, your son acts looks he your son acts just like you. Yeah. He said, "Well, he's my son." Yeah. Who else is he supposed to Who's act he like? Supposed to act Shout out to all the good dads in the world. Yeah. Shout out to good I, dads. I personally enjoy Jalen Ramsey just because of the trash talk cuz you don't get yeah. a lot of players that play competitively anymore but also talk that talk. Yeah. Like those Most are my definitely. favorite kind of players, talk shout that out. talk. Yeah, shout out to Jalen Ramsey. So I'm, that was that was I'm a, a big good fan. documentary. Watch that yeah, guys. Yeah, go check if that you guys out. get a chance. There's also one on Jarvis Landry. I haven't personally watched it yet, but I saw him telling I, a I bunch of jokes. It. I watched a little bit of it, and I had to I had to do something, so I had to click it off. But I did link it to my page. Yeah, so, so eight five guys, six, Philly, Philly, and you can follow Philly. me, Baby Gomez zero six. We hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. You know what I mean. Uh, I hope you stuck around. Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned because we got more coming. We got new segments. These, these are not the only two segments that we're going to be introducing. We're going to be introducing a lot more along the way. Uh, things are getting hot, heavy, heated, whatever you want to call it. We're in the kitchen cooking, whipping it every day. So you guys, just just thank you for being a part of the process, honestly. Yeah. Thank you. This is episode four of Big Brother Sports Talk. And make sure you go follow us. Follow.